Something you and Roddy have talked about that I thought would be a beautiful way to sort of start the conversation was kind of understanding the landscape for how we understand love today. So I know you talked a lot about Bollywood culture and sort of like happily ever after. And I've been thinking a lot about that too, as far as the programming around relationships. You know, I remember my life was once you get married and have kids, it's like, bye. (laughs) You know, there wasn't any other resources or support. And I, my parents separated and now I have so much compassion for them because I'm like, oh my gosh, like now I understand what it takes to build a healthy relationship and Mm -hmm. it's not just happily other after. So I'd love to talk a little bit about your upbringing, the Bollywood experience and sort of where we are today as far as our understanding of love. Yeah. So for anyone who has never watched a Bollywood movie, Bollywood is like Hollywood on romantic steroids, (laughs) right? So if you take a rom-com and then you add music, dancing, more color, more color, (laughs) over dramatic stories of love and sacrifice and surrender, you get Bollywood. And I grew up on Bollywood and Hollywood movies. And to me, I loved rom-coms growing up. Like I loved rom-coms. And I think that's a big impact on my mom, like watching rom-coms at home and, you know, us getting together and watching them and me wanting that kind of fairy tale love. And I can definitely admit openly that I wanted a fairy tale kind of love. I wanted a rom-com kind of love Mm -hmm. because you start to realize that that's the only images of love that you see and then i started to think about other images of love i saw my family didn't have great relationships so there were no good images of love there that i could say i want that if anything i was saying i don't want to repeat that and then if i looked at my friends parents or i looked at extended family i didn't see any great images of relationships there either so the only happy relationships i saw were in movies So then that became my image of that's a good love story. And I think I pursued that and chased that a lot only to feel really disheartened every time because you couldn't recreate a movie in real life. It just wouldn't work. And so when I talk about my upbringing, I found a lot of habits that I didn't want to repeat in my own life. I saw a lot of things that I would never want to replicate. And I started almost making a mental note saying, I don't want to argue like that. I won't behave like that. I won't speak like that. Anything that I saw that was hurtful or damaging, I almost made a mental note saying, I don't want to be a part of that in my life. I don't want that to be my behavior. And then everything I saw in the movies, unfortunately, I wrote a list going, I want that. I want that. I want that. So I was like, I was getting 50% right. (laughs) And then I was getting 50% wrong. And You know, you have to let life humble you. I think that's what's so beautiful about this whole journey is that life shows you what reality is. And I think a lot of us are thinking, how do I get my relationship right? Or what did I get wrong? Or how do I find the right person? Or I just met the wrong person. And I don't think it's about right and wrong. It's about reality. And reality is right in the middle of right and wrong. And so if you just go, what is the reality of what I'm experiencing, what is the reality of what's possible? Reality is a much healthier metric than right or wrong. Yeah, and I think, so in addition to the media programming in Bollywood, there's also social media. Mm. And that can also portray a certain type of love. So people nowadays are figuring out relationships from social media or looking at social media as kind of like the new TV. How do you think that impacts people and their relationships? And do you have any advice for how people should sort of navigate social media if they're looking for relationship advice or expanders? Yeah, wow, what a great question. And you're right, social media is the updated version of rom-coms or Bollywood movies or whatever it may have been. Uh, 
So there's two sides to this. Everyone's allowed to share and show whatever they want to share and show of their own relationship. It's up to you to decipher and learn to create distinctions in what's reality and what's an image that you're seeing. And I think I like to take that responsibility on myself because I don't think you can expect everyone in the world to change how they communicate. And at the same time, when you take that responsibility for yourself, now you're in a position of strength. And if you're someone who has real relationships and you're spending time connecting with real people, you will know that every couple argues. You will know that every couple goes to sleep sometimes not talking to each other. You will know that people wake up angry next to each other. You will know that people wake up the day after their wedding and have the worst argument they've ever had. You know people who are about to get married and are fighting the day before they get married because of all the pressure and stress. If you have real friendships and real relationships, social media actually doesn't get as much of a hold on your mind as it could. Whereas I find that if we're not investing in real friendships and real relationships and no one ever tells you, like I've been really fortunate. I've always had friends that are older than me. And I think that's been one of the biggest techniques of growth that I've life hacked is that I've always had friends who are older than me. And having friends who are older than you meant that they made mistakes before you. They were able to share their learnings with you. They were always ahead of you in life decisions so they could come back and share their notes and so i had so many friends who would say to me hey jay like i got married for this reason i think that didn't work out for me or hey you know what i think i rushed having kids i wish i slowed that down or you know i wish me and my wife had that conversation up front we should have talked about it then not 10 years later and so i was almost collecting all of these great pieces of insight and then I was able to use their hindsight to help me. And so again, if you have these real friendships and real relationships where you're vulnerable with each other and you talk about mm -hmm. these things, you're not using social media as your frame of reference. You're looking at real life human experience as your frame of reference. In the same way as if I see a picture of Bali on Instagram or I talk to my friend who just went to Bali, who's going to give me a better insight on what that experience was actually like and i think if you have a friend who just went to bali that's who you'd go to and that's why i think our relationships our depth of connection our vulnerability with our friends and the people we love saves you from using social media as a frame of reference thank you so much for tuning in to morning microdose by almost 30 we hope you enjoyed waking up as always we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest if you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.